What's up? Nostalgia coming at you. <laughs> Usually we say it's your weekly look at what's going on in pop culture, but I mean, this has been less than a week. We're, we're just recapping the Oscars tonight. Live, right now. So this is Dave Martinson. I'm Pat Sheehan. I wanted to kind of go over where we were at before we were about to record. <laughs> so I guess you have to start talking about the 89th Oscars with the ending, which is yeah, kind of the, crazy. What the hell happened, man? So Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway come up to announce the yeah. Best Picture winner. Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Looking good. And Warren Beatty takes out the the winner, is reading the, the sheet, <laughs> looks up, looks down. Faye Dunaway's like, ah, oh, Warren, stop being so... Uh, funny or just cheeky get, spit it out and he announces la la land won big surprise right everybody yeah, expected favorite. la la land to win so we thought so we picked and about halfway through la la land speech someone from the academy awards comes out and says there's been a mistake moonlight actually won right our bad and kimmel is on stage with them so you don't know if it's like a, 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 a dig at the end which right. wouldn't have made wouldn't have been a good spot for one anyway no. so that's why i was really confused and then one of the producers for Land's like no no seriously moonlight won this mm-hmm. and they graciously walked away without winning right. and handed the the statues over and <laughs> what a transition man i mean so strange and then you know everyone's on twitter going off about the patriots coming back the cubs yeah. coming back 3-1 leads lava land not winning enough fits the 2016 narrative i guess yeah well 2016 2017 now and it, it's really crazy because basically everybody said la la land has best picture wrapped up yeah so when they announced it i think me and you were just kind of like okay let, let's get this going and we right. actually were like standing up walking over and they're like wait nope there's been a mistake <laughs> crazy in terms of gaffes that we had the steve harvey gaff last year with the miss america or was it uh was it miss universe miss universe yeah. sorry and it just seems to be happening over and over. So even with Kimmel, you kind of think, oh, is this some kind of stunt? Is he trying to pull something? It, no. I thought Kimmel was awesome. He was The great. whole rest of the show. All night. All uh, night. The Matt, the Matt Damon stuff does not get old. No. It, he's really smart with it. I really like those digs. Yeah, they, they, they play it on like, the right line of it. Because it yeah. can get annoying to a certain point, mm-hmm. but they always seem to find the right way to go about it. Right. Why don't we stick with the awards and then mm-hmm. we'll move into kind of the overall themes of the night what stood out so the awards a lot of chalk yeah so apart from Moonlight yeah. getting best picture it's more or less what we call what we expected mm-hmm. Chazelle won for best director Mahershala Ali for best supporting actor right. Viola Davis for best supporting actress Emma Stone for best uh, actress and Casey Affleck for best actor got it nailed it I mean I gotta say I got the the two best actor and actress picks wrong Natalie didn't even show up man she was real confident in your selection hey if Natalie Portman's making perfect little Natalie Portman kids that's go good. take care of that's that you don't that's need fair, to be that's at, fair. at an Oscars when you don't win a lot of the surprises came in the technical awards yeah early on hacksaw ridge striking while the iron is hot mel gibson sneaking man. in there that man can make a film and he, he puts the right people around him was it uh, kevin o'connell one for sound mixing after 21 nominations without a win one for 21 not a bad bad, not average, bad. Right? 21 <laughs> 21 and they also won for sound mixing which... Yeah, yeah, that's where Kevin O'Connell won. They went for sound mixing, and what was the first, the other one? Was it film editing? Oh, uh, yeah, it was film editing. Right. So, good for Hacksaw Ridge. I thought they might have an outside shot in some of the bigger ones, but it didn't really have the, the overall 
narrative I think that a movie like La La Land or Moonlight had. No, it certainly didn't. It certainly didn't. I think what I want to talk most about is Suicide Squad and Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. So we are known for our open hatred of Suicide Squad. It's just a bad film. I didn't want to dislike it, but... It was not good. It has a lot of problems, which we talked about on our Suicide Squad spoiler cast, soundcloud.com slash nostalgiapod. But it is now Oscar-winning Suicide Squad. For a makeup. One of only three noms. Right. Be that Star Trek Beyond. Star Trek Beyond and A Man Called Ove, which is a a foreign film that did not win for Best Foreign Film. So DC, three films in, already got an Oscar. It's a good start for them. Does Marvel even have any? They've got a bit of effects noms and uh, editing noms every year. I don't think they've ever won any of them, though. Probably not. I'm not actually sure. Uh, Star Wars never wins either, so it's kind of no. surprising. But yeah, Rogue One didn't get anything. Like you said, it was a small category, so for Suicide Squad to take it home, I guess they had better odds. But Yeah, one of three. What, were the outfits, or was it makeup or outfits? That's what I was thinking. Like, Killer Croc is intense makeup, but like... Jared Leto and Harley Quinn isn't anything more than, like, what do you expect from Hollywood makeup artists? Well, like, you know, put damage on a forehead, that's some... I guess, uh, Hours of... In, in the booth, man. Yeah, visionary Intense. type stuff. Yeah, and Fantastic Beasts. For costume design. Very cool. It's weird that Harry Potter never won, but yeah. Fantastic Beasts yeah. never won. Harry Potter films, no wins. One Fantastic Beast, one win. I guess if Harry Potter took place at a different time period, maybe the... It's the American bias. They don't want to give it to the British settings, I guess. I guess not. What's it out to you in terms of the awards? Uh, let's see. Well, Arrival got sound editing. I think that was our first okay. sign of La La Land. Yeah. When La La Land didn't run away with all the down ballot awards, mm-hmm. which we had talked about last week about being a, a possibility and would have been an indicator that they were going to have this huge night. Right. But they lost sound editing to Arrival, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we shot about the, the sound in the movie. Right. It's a great win. As we kept going, La Lind only won Best Production Design out of all the other smaller awards. Right. I expected La Lind to win Best Picture, but if anything, I thought they were more guaranteed the smaller awards. And that's the thing, is I think with all the nominations, people were expecting them to kind of just pile them up. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of these movies really did have resume to win these. I mean, Arrival, we, we talked about it. I think that was yeah. actually one of the upsets we called. Yep, true. Hacksaw Ridge, the sound editing on that was fantastic putting the bullets in with the music and mm-hmm. all the other sounds that kind of come along with and the we, we called uh, original screenplay Manchester by the Sea mm-hmm. winning over La La Land yep. saw that one coming but Chazelle still did win best director yeah it was right rightfully yeah I mean I think how they really like him because he's a really traditional filmmaker he's being compared to Steven Spielberg a lot and yep. the way he goes about his craft but it's interesting because if I thought anything was going to happen it was that La La Land wins best picture but Barry Jenkins swoops in for a director, not the other way around. Really didn't think that was an option. Chazelle's going to be able to make pretty much anything. Yeah. I mean, what what would... La 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 made like over $300 million worldwide. Yeah, it was what, a bunch of like... Yeah, fifty. An original million. musical, man. Like it, it's a crazy success. So yeah, he'll be able to do what he wants, get bigger budgets. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a budding star. O- only thirty two. It was a big night for people kind of overcoming odds, you know, in a lot sure. of ways. I mean, Viola Davis. I guess she's not really overcoming an odd, but she had been nominated twice. Getting over the hump. Yeah, got snubbed for an, an Oscar win uh, for the help. She got over the snide. Mahershala Ali. He's forty seven. I mean, oh, is he that old? He's that old. Really? Isn't it? No, I thought he was like forty. I thought it was like Casey Affleck's age. So, what, 42? Yeah. I thought he was 47. So, 
We'll fill some air, we find out. <laughs> um, but the, the really interesting thing is, you know, you look, you go through and you look, I mean, Emma Stone, obviously not somebody who's kind of overcoming the odds, but you look at Moonlight winning, you mm-hmm. look at Hacksaw Ridge coming in for the, for some of the technical awards, Suicide Squad, a lot <laughs> of really out of nowhere type wins or people that are kind of getting shine late in their careers or early in their careers. Than I mean, expected. Casey Affleck's late in his career. He's in his mm-hmm. early 40s. Ali is 43. They're around, around the same age. And, and Damien Chazelle, I mean, he's 32. is the youngest director to win now. Yeah. So a lot of really cool stuff in terms of who won the awards. I mean, Moonlight, obviously, with maybe the biggest upset. I guess the artist, but... Was that favorite one? I don't even remember at this yeah, point. Yeah, Moonlight more than anything just because it's such a crowning achievement given the production big... that it went through and the, right. the crazy hoops that Barry Jenkins had to go through given the incredibly small budget and yeah. time constraints I that, was say, the that they had. So, I mean, a huge upset and really a really interesting way to end the Oscars, which... <laughs> interesting, definitely. <laughs> kind of, it kind of started to drag near the end, which happens with most of these award shows. Yeah. But I thought the first... Two and a half, three hours yeah. really moved along pretty well. I thought Kimmel did a great job hosting. And why don't we talk about his performance? I mean, his opening monologue was, I, th- I thought, hit just the right tone. Yeah, I think so. So It's kind of like that thing you need to hear right now, whether you want to or not. It's like smart funny. Right. You know, it's not just the low-hanging fruit. The big question coming in was how often or how much is he going to incorporate Donald Trump and his uh, Donald Trump's open hatred toward actors Not certain actors especially Meryl Streep has gotten some them coastal elites <laughs> right so I thought he towed that line really well he didn't re- necessarily bring it up directly until he was really doing the tweets the, the tweets at him screen mirroring um, which I mean the way the response that those got was pretty amazing yeah. in and of itself closing like 200,000 re- retweets pretty right. crazy but kind of like pulling in Meryl Streep and calling her out for being an overrated actress. Yeah, yeah. Quote, or things yeah, like that. Funny. Just little jabs really that worked out really satirical well. jokes. Well, what were some of your favorite Jimmy Kimmel moments from the night? He, he just went after Damon right away, mm-hmm. calling him out for the taking the Great Wall right. and passing on Manchester by the sea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the Great Wall being a bomb, which he then calls back <laughs> to with We Bought a Zoo, which is his <laughs> most recent bomb before the Great Wall, yep. back uh, like six years ago. Then when him and Affleck, Damon Affleck were on stage, they uh, played him off introduced yep. Damon as the guest. It was done really well, and that's hilarious. The Damon stuff was absolutely great. The, the We Bought a Zoo thing is probably my favorite <laughs> part. I, I People thought, forget about that movie, so... Yeah, and that's the thing, is that when you have as many hits as Matt Damon does, you can definitely kind of sweep that one under the rug. Of but course. Terrible movie. I thought the mean tweets was really good. Sure. It, it's a staple of his show. And yeah. People love it. It's one of the most viral you can always do them. pieces of content yeah. does. Did you like the thing when he had the tourists unawares walk inside and talk to Gary. the people in the front row? Yeah, Gary's a huge meme. Gary Be- better than Chicago. Ken Bone. Yep, Gary from Chicago <laughs> and Ryan Gosling talking to Gary's wife and whispering right. in, her, in her ear. Huge memes kind of going Denzel marrying them, whatever. Yeah, it was... It ran a little long, but I think it was still pretty funny. It's a moment, it seemed genuine. It's a moment where I think people are automatically going to think that it was definitely faked or planned, but I don't know how you can necessarily have people act the way that those people did. Maybe... Yeah, maybe yeah no, I, one, of the, one of the women, she had a really, like, flush face. Like, she yeah. seemed very, like, embarrassed, and yeah, right. they all had, like, their phones. It seemed like they had their phones in their hands, but they were in selfie sticks. Like, they were, right. they were like, simple, like, basic-ass tourists <laughs> by the look of it, so... Just what Gary was wearing. He was wearing yeah. long shorts with high tube socks. He's the best. What did you think of the food dropping down? It's like a running gag. The fact that it was a running gag, I think, makes it better. Yeah. And it also doesn't take that long. Yeah. Like the pe- passing out the pizza thing, like that takes forever. Right. Exactly. Or having the Stranger Things kids 
pass out pizza at the Emmys, like, yeah. or whatever they did. It takes too long, but yeah, it was fine. At, at this point, you need a food bit. You need an outside bystander bit, and I think Kimmel did pretty good with those. So. Yeah, I thought Kimmel all night was good. Even the way he kind of introduced people made little jokes around things. Yeah. And like when he held the kid up. The, for, the kid from Lion. Yeah, the kid from Lion. Sunny Panwar. in the background. You know, I thought I think he'll probably be a, a host that they actually bring back, which they haven't yeah, been doing. He's really good at ad-libbing and mm-hmm. just improvising on the fly, and he can play off the people in the crowd really well, depending on what they say to him. And then no better than at the end, when he was trying to insert yeah. some much-needed levity when they give the wrong people the best picture. Yeah, I thought he kind of handled that well, especially how he made it into a, a laughing matter with, with right. Roy Beattie, who definitely could have been looked at as just an old man, like senile man at that point. Yep, for sure. So there were a lot of speeches throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were expecting a lot of them, them to be politically driven, or at least have some political overtones. Interestingly enough, I think Mahershala Ali stayed away from that, where He's, he didn't so much at the SAG Awards. He was more gracious, which is fine, I guess. He already gave a great speech. Viola Davis also was pretty gracious. I mean, she said some more like inspirational things, but I think right. they were more like overarching and, I guess, vague, not really directed at any you know, one political climate or anything like that. If anything, there were just a few moments where people are like, you know, I don't support walls or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that was Gail Garcia Banal when he was presenting, right. said, I'm against any form of a wall. Probably the most direct, politically driven speech was from Asghar Farhadi, who is the director of, of Life of a Salesman. Right, best um, foreign film winner. Right, so one for best foreign film. She is Iranian, and she chose not to come over in solidarity with immigrant brothers and sisters. Right. So she had Anusha Ansari read her statement, and it pretty directly talked about how she's against the travel ban. She believes mm-hmm. that it pits people against each other. Pretty powerful moment. And then uh, White Helmet, one for documentary, a short subject. and Talking about Syrian Civil War. Yeah, the Syrian Civil War. And actually the cinematographer was denied entry into the U.S. based on his nationality. So it wasn't as strong as I thought it would be, mm-hmm. but... It definitely had its moments that I think will stand out, and we'll probably get a tweet tomorrow morning, probably in about six hours from our president, saying yeah, yeah. something along the lines about the, the well, night. Ratings were really poor, I bet. <laughs> but what else stood out to you about the Oscars in general? Uh, well, I think it, the ceremony really flowed well. You kind of mentioned that like, in the beginning, in, in particular, really uh, you know, flew by, honestly. But yeah, like you were saying, most of the big, big awards was all chalk, mm-hmm. you know, basically what we picked, what, what, what the odds were. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing, but in a way, I guess you can tell which performance this stood out mm-hmm. from the rest. I thought the In Memoriam, I, want, I actually didn't want to blow by that. I thought that was a really interesting In Memoriam. Yeah. Hella names in there at this point, you know? Yeah, and that's the thing is, when we were watching together, you mentioned, oh, where was David Bowie? Where was Alan Rickman? It's kind of crazy to think they, that... They just snuck into the last one. Right, they just made it last Even though it was last one. year. And we had Bill Paxton, who wasn't able to sneak into this one. Yeah. He'll probably be leading off next year. Right. A lot of really big names in there. People I'd actually forgotten about, like Anton Yelchin. Yeah. Which, I mean, way too sure. soon. Carrie Fisher got the, the hammer spot at the end. Yep. Which I was actually a little disappointed that they showed uh, as the final scene her older Old Leia, Leia instead of a, a younger one. Um, Gene Wilder, John Hurt was in there. Kenny I mean, Baker, who played yeah. R2, Mary Tyler Moore, Prince, mm-hmm. Zaza Gabor, I was, Debbie Reynolds. I forgot Prince made Purple Rain into a movie. Right. <laughs> I was like, why is Prince in there? And then yeah. it immediately showed a scene for him. I mean, I guess in, in total, looking at how we did with our predictions and kind of what the overall tone of the night is, is that mm-hmm. it seems like with the acting roles, you can kind of 
pick it out. It seems like yeah, all four favorites won. Right, but then with with the technical awards, that's when it gets really down to the, the nitty gritty. And if you're a betting person, that's probably the ones you want to try to stay away from, if yeah. possible. So it seems like it. Unless, unless you're actually a gambling man, then you probably want to put some money down on Arrival. <laughs> I mean, visual effects. We call that one though, Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. That that's actually a really cool one, and it'll be interesting to see if the other Jungle Book, which should be coming out what next year. Yeah. Will win in 2019. Yeah, actually, I think it was originally going to be the end of this year, but I think the production push got pushed back. back a little bit. And that's the one from Andy Circus with mm-hmm. Christian Bale and Cumberbatch and a bunch of other people. So yeah, we'll see how that one turns out. It'll be really cool to also possibly see some movies, like superhero movies, start to get more right. so, some more shine. I mean, I think everybody's talking about Logan and how they have a possibility to maybe get some Oscars love at next year's Oscars. But I think just the general tone of superhero movies has to naturally move towards these kind of smaller, grittier stories, which might make for movies that are more attractive to the Academy Awards in general. Yeah, well, I think because they're more in line with traditional filmmaking, Mm -hmm. less huge blockbustery productions, which is like, you know, what an Avengers movie requires, Mm -hmm. for better or for worse. Once Avengers Affinity War rides out, settles its course, what's Ryan Coogler's Black Panther look like? an auteur director who's actually mm-hmm. sticking with Marvel so you know we'll see how that goes but yeah Logan universal acclaim so far comes out at the end of the week yeah that could be an early favorite for next year and this isn't even like a Deadpool this is just a movie that everyone's saying it's just superb a movie like a Deadpool I guess not necessarily in tone but just kind of a surprise right. possible Oscar nomination seems to be Get Out directed by Jordan uh, Peele Jordan Peele his, his directing debut potentially could get a yeah. best picture nom which would be pretty crazy i mean it has 100 percent rotten tomatoes right now i could definitely see it yeah being a scary movie that actually gets put up. shout out david kaluuya that guy's yeah. killing it from black mirror Dude, to kick ass 2 he was so awesome that black mirror episode yeah. too it, it'll be interesting to see how some of the themes of this year play over into next year's oscars mm-hmm. one of the really i think inspiring things was there's a lot of diversity in the winners of this year's Oscars. yeah four african-american wins mm-hmm. the first muslim to win we had a win from uh, Iran, Syria, I mean, a lot of diversity. And that's something that needed to happen after last year's. Right, yeah. And like, I think most of these projects, most of these films were already in development before, you know, Oscar So White happened, but mm-hmm. it's just more about having them actually be recognized when they do come around. Right. And that is what we saw this year, which is great. I don't remember the exact stat, but something like there's been 30 before this Oscars, mm-hmm. 30 uh, people of color that have won an Academy Award, and the rest have all been right. white people. It's. I mean, Halle Berry's still the only black person to win Best Actress. Should have been Viola, Viola Davis this year. today, but <laughs> nope, supporting. But hey, good for her. She finally got the notch in the belt. Yeah, right. And we, we talked at length that on our preview podcast at soundcloud.com slash nostalgiapod, look it up. Uh, give us a rating review on iTunes if yes. you can. Share with a friend. Pimp the YouTube channel, please. You know we're trying to get that off the ground, and who doesn't want to see these beautiful faces? Best thing you do is throw sub- subscribe. Be really helpful. Final takeaways from from tonight, because <laughs> shout out Denzel Washington, shade dude. Yeah, when, he... when Casey Affleck wins, and he Casey Affleck got a good hand, because mm-hmm. in my opinion he had the best performance. Right. And. Before Denzel won the SAG, Casey had won everything else. That's why he was the odds-on favorite. Mm-hmm. And then Denzel seemingly snuck back in. And I think Denzel looked like he thought he had it. He wanted it. He wanted it bad. You can you know? tell. And I think that's actually... It would have been a very historic win for Denzel in terms right. of having three three, uh, three Oscars. Three Oscars for acting, acting, acting categories. categories. I mean, there's, a, I think, six 
people with two. Yeah, I, th- I think it, I think it depends. Uh, well, best a- best he would have even better distinction because his would have been best actor. But even if you count supporting, it's only like I think ten people. Yeah. So it would have been crazy historic, and he really wanted it by the look of it. This is something he's loved for so much. He did Fences on Broadway, won the mm-hmm. Tonys there. He directed and he, it. He produced Fences, the film, mm-hmm. got this whole thing going. Obviously, he's the whole star of it, and then didn't get it. Lost to Casey Affleck, and despite his abuse allegations. Yeah, but it's not going to be Denzel's last opportunity to get it. No, um, he works pretty frequently. It's also amazing to think that there's... Casey's the one who'll go away. Oh, yeah. He can't, he's up and down. Yeah, he, he does weird... He takes weird choices in terms of... I mean, of most recently we saw him in Interstellar. But he's just part of an ensemble in that. Yeah, he's Jessica Chastain's brother. Oh, that's he right. He stays on Earth. Wow, I forgot about yeah. that. Matt, uh, yeah, I totally forgot about that part. It's weird. I, I <laughs> was like thinking, yeah, I don't even remember the last movie I saw him in, maybe one of the Oceans movies, but... Nah, that's a while ago. He was in that Out of the Furnace with uh, was it Woody Harrelson in Bale, but that yeah, wasn't that good. I never saw that one. Yeah, yeah. and then he made the, the documentary where all the controversies around, and that people have talked about as one of the worst decisions he could have right. possibly made for his career at the time. So, yeah, I can see him going away, but Denzel will, will still be there. Vigo Mortensen will still be there. Ryan Gosling, I have a feeling, will get a lot of nominations. I mean, in his ha- ha- hit up their Wikipedias. You'll see what they have. They all have future projects. Plenty of them will definitely be seeing Gosling and Blade Runner. Yeah. Probably the most notable film coming up for any of those guys. And shout out Andrew Garfield. because Yeah, even, the comeback. Right. Even though he didn't win Best Actor, which no one really thought he would. The fact that he had two performances that people said could have been Oscar nominated this yeah. year. The comeback is so real for this guy. Absolutely. And sky's the limit, really. He'll definitely win a Best Actor. Early, he's in his early 30s, yeah. And if you listen to his interviews, he really is into quality films. You know, mm-hmm. He said it speaks from a guy who loved Spider-Man growing up, right. but he just really likes good scripts and you know directors that he believes in, like a Scorsese. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Garfield's definitely a guy to pay attention to because... I think he's going to really go on a good run. Yeah, and that Emma Stone girl, she might have a good career, too. Yeah, sh- shout out Superbad, man. Jonah Hill has two real. Oscar noms. Emma Stone has one Oscar nom and one win. I mean, They're both, like, around 30. Crazy. Seth Did not Rogen, see that coming. Seth Rogen presented tonight, had maybe one of the coolest presentations where he... Yeah, with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, for, with the Back to the Future love, and then that was he great. started singing Hamilton on stage. Yeah. yeah. It's so, it so awesome. <laughs> How'd you feel about JT, Justin Timberlake, singing... One of the most vanilla boring songs of 2016 to open the whole show. Well, if you want to go back and relive our Oscars experience, go check out our Twitter, SoundCloud. No, I'm pimping. Twitter.com. Uh, still. Yeah, Twitter.com, Nostalgia Pod. I basically said it's the most vanilla song ever and I, I just wanted JT to jump into one good song. It, just like Sting, I just wanted him to sing sure. Fields of Gold, you know, just give us give the people <laughs> what they want. That's one of the parts of the Oscars, which I think is... At least it got out of the way. It was the open, I think the opening number makes it the most defensible act. Mm-hmm. Because it is still Timberlake, you know, performing yeah, at the it, end of the day. It brought the energy way up, and, and they actually sustained it for a while. Playing all the songs in the middle, especially when you have the two La La Land songs, which are kind of slow and really bring the mood down. I mean, heck, Sting song John Legend down. doing City of Stars is way more lively, obviously, than Gosling, because, mm. hey, fancy that, one of those guys is a singer. Shout out to the girl from Moana. I yeah. I see where I wrote her 16 years down. old, basically her debut, doing anything professionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was fantastic, and she even got hit in the head while she was performing. Yeah, with the, the flowy fabric flag things. And didn't miss a beat. No, killed it. Also, poor Lin-Manuel Miranda. 
did not win the Oscar for Best Original Song, mm-hmm. so he will not be the youngest EGOT winner. But I have a, a or feeling. youngest PGOT winner. Let's not forget <laughs> he has the Pulitzer too. Pretty crazy. He'll he'll get the, he'll get the PGOT eventually. Naviola Davis needs to drop that fire single. Get that maybe, Grammy. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll work something out where he's like, yo, get me a, a fire movie, and I'll help you with that single, and we'll both be EGOT. So. Yeah, that's, cool. actually, that's actually a decent idea. I mean, I, I like both of them. They, they link up, make a movie, and then he does the soundtrack, and she sings it. There it is. There it is. Awesome. Any last thoughts? I thought it was solid. I yeah. really liked it. I, th- I think if, if there's a slow part to the show, I think it's when they do, like, the... Like the awards show ceremonies that already happened, mm-hmm. like when they honor Jackie Chan, right. uh, when Vince Vaughn talked, and there was a few other moments like that. And like I feel like it's tough because they already ignore a lot of awards and like do them ahead of time or just don't actually show them. But like at the end of the day, like those segments do kind of make them drag. But when it, I, then again, when it's this long already, does it really matter? It's gonna be long anyway. Yeah, I think the last hour is always going to feel long, especially mm-hmm. because sometimes the way that they decide to do the awards, like they they do best supporting actor first. Yeah. So that that takes away a pretty big award with a recognizable person who will be speaking afterwards. Right. Right away. So then you have people who it's are go behind the all scenes, the down ballot stuff. Yeah, talking around like ten thirty, ten forty five, and it just starts to slow down. Shout out a Piper winning animated short. Yeah. Pixar. They're nominated basically every year because, you know, you see that short before you see any Pixar movie. Which, and they're always fantastic. But this is actually the first time Pixar's short has won what? since 2001. Crazy. Which is not something I would have expected because animated would... shorts, I usually only see the Pixar one. Right. I, 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 don't, I don't really seek them out. I thought they would win every year, so that was really surprising. Any other things you want to shout out? I guess OJ made in, made in America, not surprising one for... Uh, We're done with OJ now? I don't know. People I... versus OJ? Won all the Emmys. O.J. Made in America, a, a million hours long documentary, wins the Oscar. I think no one can do O.J. better, right? We're done. We're good. Unless you're gonna talk about his prison life. Like, I, I'm, I'm sure. Event, I'm sure when O.J. dies, there will be a, a lot hot, more media. Made is O.J. an IP? <laughs> I think he, in and of himself, is IP. So I guess uh, Ezra Edelman, though, he's gonna be a, a force to be reckoned with. I think that's another really exciting thing. Remember, Brown was talking about this, right. but. Like Ezra Edelman, Barry Jenkins, Ryan Coogler. There's so many really great. Ava DuVernay. Yes, yeah, so there's so many really great up and coming black filmmakers right mm-hmm. now. It's a really exciting time for diversity in, in the movie world. So there's going to be a lot of great projects made and just stories told that haven't been told. So I wrote this note down. Only three times since 2000 has the winner of Best Score won Best Picture. Yeah, it was what, Lord of the Rings, right? Return of the King, yep, when they won everything. Slumdog Millionaire and The Artist. And I thought, oh. Well, tonight will be the fourth time for La La Land. Just kidding. The musical still didn't win it. So, three times since 2000, Best Score has won Best Picture. That's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. 17 times. Also, I think, I think especially with the gap at the end, one thing that can kind of come out of this is Moonlight had a not-so-great night. It still went 6 for 14. That's pretty damn What do you mean, La La Land? La La Land. Six for, yeah. Was I, did I say Moonlight had 8 in total. And it yeah, won, Moonlight had eight in total. So, yeah. Three or four. People will say La La Land had a disappointing night going only six for 14. Six for 14 is still really good. Especially yeah. having best director and best actress. I mean... Yeah, two, two of the most prestigious. Night. Come on. Absolutely. So, I, I hope that's not a narrative that comes out of this. But Moonlight, man, I'm so I'm so happy that won. Yeah, if, I am too. And if you haven't seen Moonlight, so, please check it I out. I mean, like, the tenor of the show and, like, on, you know, on awards Twitter was that everyone was really pulling for Moonlight just no one really saw thought right. it would happen. But the fact that it actually happens is pretty, pretty, 
pretty nutty, man. And we got to say, we talked about it on our end of year podcast. You had it as your favorite film, I believe. Oh, yeah, Star Wars is your number one, but you had it ahead of La La Land. I did, yeah. And I had La La Land ahead of Moonlight for my favorite film. But we both said it's very deserving. Right. It's a story like we've been talking about Mm -hmm. that I think is needs to be told to help represent more people in right. America. I mean, part of the reason we didn't expect to win Best Picture is because it only made $30 million. La Land made like 330 Which is crazy. No one saw Moonlight, and by an extension of that, less Academy members probably saw Moonlight. That mm-hmm. still is probably true. Right. But, yeah, it overcame the odds, just like it did throughout its whole production process and the writers did during their upcoming lives in Liberty City anyway, so I guess it's yeah. the full circle loop at this point. Absolutely. You ready to wrap up or anything else yeah, you wanted to mention? No, it's, it was it was a good show. I liked it. Yeah, it was definitely a good show. It, it paced pretty well and with a really exciting ending, which right. you usually don't get in these award shows, especially if the movie that you think is going to win wins. Yeah. It's very like, ah, kind of anticlimactic. This is very climactic. Very for sure. awesome. Uh, so we just want to wrap up by yeah. saying thank you for watching. Please share us. Um, Please help. Tweet at us at NostalgiaPod. Yeah. Let us know what you thought of the show. Let us know what you think of Get Out and Logan. Mm-hmm. Some early Oscar buzz there. Yeah, and as you see movies, check in with us. Yeah, and we'll be coming at you next week with a pretty packed pod. I mean, there's been a oh, lot yeah. of music. Stuff's happening, man. A lot of movie news. Like Lion King thing. I know. So there's there's a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. We're excited to be bringing you more video content. If you guys want us to talk about something, let us know. And I hope that you guys enjoyed the Oscars as much as we did. We enjoyed tweeting with you and sharing the experience. All right. Have a good night. All my days, I'm